There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the podcast for the journal Neuropsychopharmacology. I'm Cynthia Graber. Marijuana use for medical purposes is becoming increasingly common in the U.S., and doctors prescribe it for ills ranging from headaches to insomnia. And yet there's little scientific data supporting its medical use. In a recent Circumspectives article in the journal Neuropsychopharmacology, Dr. Margaret Haney and Dr. Eden Evans discuss and debate the relationship between cannabis use and two psychiatric disorders, post-traumatic stress disorder and psychotic illnesses, particularly schizophrenia. Dr. Haney begins the paper with the potential of cannabis, or cannabinoids, FDA-approved oral drugs, to treat PTSD. What is exciting and very interesting and still a very novel area of research is, is data showing that these oral cannabinoids can, can come at PTSD from two angles. It can both treat the acute symptoms, so anxiety, alarm, and sleep. These are some of the acute problems with PTSD, but it could also go to the to the core of PTSD and potentially help with extinction of these uh, traumatic memories. And uh, so, so that's where there's a lot of research that needs to be done, when the best time to potentially take the cannabinoids in relation to the trauma and how to best use cannabinoids to help extinguish these traumatic memories. Dr. Evans wrote about her concerns about the use of marijuana to treat PTSD. In part, she says, there's so much that scientists still don't know. They don't know, for instance, how medical marijuana might lead to cannabis use disorders or how it would affect psychiatric disorders like PTSD over time. Uh, Dr. Haney speaks about specific cannabinoids. These are oral medications where, where we can can control the actual uh, psychoactive compound and the dose. This is not the case in smoked cannabis, which includes, uh, there are different um, estimates, but sort of up to 80 psychoactive compounds. So we don't understand the effect of, of smoked cannabis on, on disease course over time. We don't know what the impact it will have on development of other substance use disorders. Would high-frequency, high-dose cannabis smoking lead to development of other substance use disorders? Would it have negative impact on learning and memory? And that may, may depend on what age uh, use is, is initiated. Dr. Evans points to a longitudinal study of 200 veterans where they were classified in four groups by their cannabis use. One group was not using before treatment or afterwards. One group was using at admission but stopped. One started using after admission, and the fourth used before and after. Dr. Evans says the researchers had to adjust for age and other psychiatric problems, but after adjusting for those, the veterans who initiated cannabis use after starting treatment for PTSD had the worst symptoms. 
we need randomized trials, that, that, which we would be doing in, in traditional uh, study of, of medication efficacy and safety. Uh, people would be randomized to, um, to receive drug versus placebo, and this is what we need as a next step. So this is one indication, and it's, it's not good news. Um, you know, it may be just that those who have the, the worst symptoms will be the ones to turn to cannabis for relief of those symptoms, although it, it does show that those initiating cannabis use had the worst outcomes. So randomized trials are needed. That's clear. So I just wanted to quickly comment on that, because I think one of the points of our, of our paper is, yes, definitely more research is needed. And that's been difficult to do with marijuana, given its, its scheduling as a Schedule One compound. But I do emphasize a lot of caution in the longitudinal, interpreting the longitudinal data, which I know you're, you're expressing, Eden. But I, I hesitate to leave the impression that it's marijuana causing those problems. Because again, as you, as you point out, there are so many confounds that could be explaining it. So the people in most distress with the most severe symptoms are turning to these other drugs and not doing well. So the, that, that's why this, this research is needed. And just the other point we want to make about the real risk of developing a cannabis use disorder in this vulnerable population of people with PTSD is that cannabis withdrawal symptoms would pretty seriously exacerbate the PTSD symptoms. So it would be, again, more disrupted sleep and more anxiety. So that is, that is a concern. And to turn to another psychiatric illness, psychosis, and you specifically mentioned schizophrenia, Dr. Evans, to start with you, based on the research that you've read, how would you explain the link between the use of cannabis and the onset of psychosis? Okay, so here we have other longitudinal observational studies, which have the caveats of not being randomized. But we have a a large um, body of work at this point implicating cannabis use, especially early onset, heavy use of high-potency THC cannabis being associated with increased odds of the psychotic illness to the point where, taken as a whole, you see a dose effect. The, the, the more you smoke or the more frequently you smoke or the higher potency cannabis you use and the earlier you use, the, the, the higher your odds are of developing a psychotic illness. So for those with schizophrenia, cannabis use is not a good idea. The question is whether there's some it is a causal factor among, among many factors, the strongest of which genetic. And further emerging evidence is showing that exposure to cannabinoids in adolescence disrupts dopamine receptor coupling as well as neuronal migration. So there's some, there's some, we're beginning to understand some of the pathophysiology that may underlie some of these epidemiologic uh, effects that have been shown. Dr. Haney, I, I was wondering about your response, how you read the data about psychiatric disease and cannabis use. I have a, a somewhat just scientifically more conservative interpretation of the data as, as I see just so many confounds with this link. The link is absolute. There certainly is a relationship, uh, an association between cannabis and psychosis. But I think uh, you know, there are several points. I, I Again, as, as Dr. Evans mentioned, it's, it's, uh, schizophrenia is really a neurodevelopmental disorder. There's problems or differences evident from a very, very early age. So the fact that uh, those who are destined to develop a psychotic disorder or tended to develop a psychotic disorder, the relationship between the fact that they're smoking and developing this disorder, to me, does not implicate cannabis in causing the disorder. I just think that they, they could be simply that individuals with these symptoms are turning to marijuana. There are studies showing that individuals who, develop, who have a psychotic disorder are more sensitive to both 
the negative and, and positive consequences of smoking marijuana in that they appear to find the effects are, are more pleasurable, yet they also are experiencing auditory hallucinations. So I also make the point that regardless of what it's doing to their psychotic symptoms, marijuana and cannabis are, is a drug of abuse. They're feeling a reinforcing a positive subjective effect from the drug, and that in and of itself could explain why they're turning to it in a, in a condition where both the medications they're taking are rather unpleasant uh, and the fact that they have these negative symptoms is part of the disorder with a, you know, a, lack of, a lack of pleasure in their lives. So that could in and of itself explain it. So I, I am a bit um, harping just again on the fact that, again, all these relationships we're seeing in longitudinal studies uh, are not sufficient for me to indicate causality. Now, there is this biological plausible explanation that does make me conclude it's even in the absence of causality, I still am very hesitant to suggest it's fine to smoke marijuana in adolescence. I think there's uh, the cannabinoid receptor, again, in this prefrontal cortex is rapidly developing throughout adolescence, and it's certainly feasible that cannabis use at this time point could have long-lasting effects. I'm just not convinced by the data yet that they do, but it, you know, given the biological plausibility, it does seem prudent to be cautious about cannabis use in adolescence. Both Dr. Haney and Dr. Evans agree that cannabis use is not recommended for adolescents, particularly those who might have a stronger genetic susceptibility to psychiatric diseases. They also agree that cannabinoids, and potentially cannabis itself, might be useful to treat PTSD, but the public is already approving medications through the voting process instead of gaining crucial knowledge via carefully controlled scientific trials. Dr. Evans continues. I think that Dr. Haney and I are both very excited to see cannabis cannabinoids studied in controlled trials for these and other uh, psychiatric illnesses for which it's now being used. Uh, and I wholeheartedly agree with our frustration that that medications are just being uh, approved by voters without really evaluating the risks and benefits. I think we both are concerned that, that people will be harmed in this process. The discussion about marijuana, it's so polarized in this country and it's not honest. So People tend to be in the camp that it's all good and all good for everything or it's all bad. And it's clearly a complicated plant that has enormous potential, but we have to figure out for which diseases it works. It's not going to work for everything if it works for anything. So we just, we're in this, it, we're again in this place where we, it, it's, it's very black or white when clearly it's going to be much more complicated than that. I agree 100%. And I would only maybe say that it's a complicated plant constituents of which have enormous promise for different ailments. We're really just at the beginning of understanding how these cannabinoids and, and all 80 or more of them are impacting the brain and where they're acting on the brain because many of them don't even bind to the cannabinoid one or two receptors. So the field is in its infancy now. So again, society has jumped way far ahead of where we are scientifically. For the journal Neuropsychopharmacology, I'm Cynthia Graber. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.